This week on Show Me Your News. Ike and female villager in the Smash Brothers update. Rumors of YouTube wanting to buy Twitch. And Microsoft's latest Halo announcements and rumors are discussed. Also, the return of Flappy Bird is our hilarity of the week and much more. This week we reveal our 50 questions for our big E3 yes or no contest. So make sure to submit your entry on our forums. Also, my voice is higher pitched for some reason in this one, and it's something we're going to have to sort out for next time. Hey, Gaming World, I implore you to... Show me the news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's... Show me the news! Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome! Punch! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I am so sick of technical difficulties. I am Super, and I'm not sick at all. <laughs> I'm Tony, and I ran out of status updates 38 episodes ago. <laughs> oh, it's good to have you guys both back. Tony, we missed you last episode. Oh, you. Yeah, I oh, know. You. I know. Uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our top stories today... For episode 159 of Show Me Your News, part of the Show Me Your News Network at, you got it, showmeyournews.com, on Tuesday, May 27th, 2014. Uh, Ike has prepared himself for Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. What does this mean? Oh, he lifted. <laughs> he became a gorilla. Yes, he did. But what does this mean for other Fire Emblem candidates and more? We'll delve into that. Also, I like Ike. You like Ike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, theaters report <laughs> that Twitch may be bought by an unfortunate company mm. for a lot of money. Not confirmed mm -hmm. yet. We'll talk about what the implications could be. Mm. There's Halo news. Hmm. Uh, you're pleased with that? An announcement and a rumor, and then you follow Boy, that I up. I wonder who hasn't looked at the outline very much today. <laughs> no, actually, I was... I'm Just making, making like, live reactions for the benefit of the listeners. There okay. you go. And then here's a downer. Flappy Bird is coming back. Oh well, you know. So uh, fucking excited. <laughs> we got some stories in our story pool games that are out recently. This is the episode where we announce our 50 yes or no questions for our E3 contest. As next weekend we're going to have our live call-in show, so we'll reveal those questions here today. Very excited, and then we'll wrap things up with some YouTube videos. 50 on 160. There you go. It's going to be a big one, episode 160. Uh, but Super, what are you playing? Let's let's make this quick. I have been playing... I finished South Park Stick of Truth. All right. Now, I know you've been playing it, so yeah, no, I no spoilers. much. Uh -huh. However, uh, I kind of trounced the last boss using my techniques. Uh, here's a little thing to help you out. Please. The last I got boss, one, too. The last boss can bleed. Yep. Here, okay. Here's the thing I used. I don't know if I've even mentioned on the show, but I put uh, times whatever bleeding on Super Bouncy Ball, which ricochets nine times. Everything dies pretty quickly when you do that. <laughs> Try that out. Tell your friends that I thought of that. 
I didn't. That, I didn't get the super bouncy ball. Super bouncy ball is in the underpants gnome sequence. Oh, I but that shit that. ricochets nine times, and if you put bleeding on it, it makes things bleed. Wait, it's X in amount, how many times it ricochets? It's in the what now? Underpants gnome sequence. He's not there yet, but it's not too much of a I've, guess that that's going to happen. I've collected five underpants already. Yeah. Well, you should. Yeah, you should figure that that's not even the the interesting part of that segment. Yeah, that that happens after that segment. Okay. Yeah. Just oh, look around and make sure you don't miss that. Super bouncy ball and bleeding. I mean, I've been using a lot of the uh, Mongorian arrows. Dude, I use that <laughs> thing so much. It was so good, so early in the game, and then burning mm. all the things. Burning all the yep. things. I I gave it a bleeding uh, attachment, so I burned and bled everything early on in the game. Yay. What else have you been playing? Uh, I mean, I went and played Project Dem in Chicago, choked hard, and got 13th. That's right, you went out to one. Out of 130, but, you know. You got that, uh, was that the what, video game? Ultimate, Ultimate game Fighting tournament? Game yeah. Tournament X. X, there you go. <laughs> and uh, the, the, it was the last year for that, but there was a guy who was talking when I was playing my game at the time, so I didn't listen too much into it, but he said that he was going to do, there's something to take its place mm. on its way. But outside of coming 13th and choking really hard uh, against DLA, uh, there was not much I ha- else I've played. I haven't finished Skies of Arcadia yet, mm-hmm. and because I've, I've been trying, I tried to work my way through uh, Stick of Truth because it was gameplayed. Yep, yep, it's gameplayed for me too. So I yeah. gotta gotta polish through that quickly before I get to like Watch Dogs or Mario Kart later. Right, I need to actually put Watch Dogs on. Dang, I wasn't even thinking about that. Now I'm yeah, going like, to be way hard. behind the list now. Down, die hard South Park fan here. So I'm like, hey, you can try me 80 bucks for that game. I want it so bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, outside of that, I haven't been playing much. Start Stick of Truth. Uh, we'll talk more about that next time. All right. Tony. Uh, I've started and quit so much this last month. I don't even know where to begin. Dude, like, welcome to being an adult playing video games. Uh, I don't even know. This might have been last episode, but Batman Arkham Origins pissed me off. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4 pissed me off and bored me. Uh, I, I tried, like, the Back to the Future, like, uh, adventure game. And that, like, it's just not as intuitive as, like, how easy Walking Dead is to do things. And I got really pissed off at that. There's a few things. I'm, I think I started Braid and I got pissed off. But that's just puzzle games. They just, I, I'm, Braid's amazing. But I'm like, I don't know what to do. I quit. Like, yeah, I, I got to with, a certain point in Braid when I played it way back and just stopped. Mm-hmm. It's neat, but uh, the only thing I played to completion was Kirby Triple Tr- uh, Deluxe, which I was I almost said Kirby Triple Trouble because it's like the Sonic game you can <laughs> triple. Uh, or Krabby, Krabby uh, uh, Triple Deluxe. How do you know why the fuck it's like Superstar, like Superstar Ultra? I guess that's where they're going for. There's no triple or deluxe anything really, because uh, <laughs> it's 3D on the 3DS. Triple. Oh god, god! I've never <laughs> noticed it. <laughs> Well, there you uh, go. Really fun game. I guess DDD is not as bad anymore because he's kind of like the flux of the story. And this is real early, so it's not really spoiling anything. But like some dude kidnaps DDD and you gotta go save him. And I'm like, this is okay. <laughs> he's not really, uh, as of late, I've noticed he's just kind of, I don't know. It's like how Shadow used to be bad, but now he's pretty much good. Right. Yeah. And after Return to Dreamland, when he's, you know, your co op yeah. friend or one of your co op friends, you know, might as well. Yeah, Mennonite's always kind of been a character that's always like, you know, whatever, but DDD's more of that, too. Yeah, Mennonite's just uh, too cool to be saved. Yeah, but I really liked it. I noticed, too, uh, the Actually, music... Actually, that's funny you say, you say he's too cool to be saved. You save him in Amazing Mirror. Oh, really? Yeah. Snap! 
the the new powers are really cool. The beetle power is really cool. The bell power is really cool. Uh, I ended up using a lot. Uh, I really like the bell power, but not for like bosses. Uh, just like running around. Really fun, solid Kirby game. After you beat it too, and this isn't a spoiler, it's just an extra mode you unlock. You get to run through all the levels with DDD in like a speedrun mode where there's like no transitions. Like you just hit a save uh, thing every so often, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. And you know, getting to play as DDD, and it's pretty much power, hammer power the whole time. But yeah, it's great. Uh, I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. I played uh, one, the first game that Yoko was going to talk about too, so we'll just tag team oh, that sucker. Yeah. Um, but before I, I get to that, I gotta mention in the Twitch chat, we've been we've been trying to fix this. I was trying to troubleshoot this for a half an hour. Uh, Super Antonio, you're coming across a little choppy if you're watching the the Twitch or YouTube replay, and I do apologize for that. I gotta look into that before our next episode. But if you listen to the MP3 download version on iTunes or on our website, it should be fine there. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's talk about The Walking Dead, season two, episode three. Um, I had to restart my save file for Ooh. this game because, I, like I mentioned last time, Antonio, you weren't here. Uh, the Season 2 save apparently did not make the change or make the jump on the Steam cloud. I had... Because I, I moved all of my Steam games you know, from one computer to another. I de- deleted all the local content on the original, so I couldn't copy my old save file. I just hope, yeah, it's going to be in the cloud. It's going to transfer over. Not so much for Season 2. Ooh. And I didn't want to play two and a half hours to do 1 and 2 again. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Even though I saved everyone... In season two, like I didn't have anyone extra die, uh, but I, I just can't wait for the time. So I randomized the save file to just start on season or season two, episode three, and uh, it killed a couple people. Oh, so, no. so I'm like, oh, oh. well, I'm gonna miss those interactions. Maybe I'll eventually do another playthrough, but for the the new game experience to play it soon after it comes out, that's unfortunate. Um, so it was an interesting episode. Um, I don't want to you know, spoil too much. I, I was amused by uh, Kumail Nagiani, the uh, comedian who played Reggie. He's a comedian. Really? He has a very you know unique voice. And she's like, I, I only see... Reggie Fizeme? Reggie Fizeme. But yeah, so I was amused you know, seeing him, but I can only see him. Uh, I don't know what you thought, Tony, but I don't know. It feels like this season, it's not exactly set in its place. It doesn't feel like it knows where it's going. I, I agree with that. Uh, I was actually, I'm totally into the narrative, though. Like, that's the thing. I was reading, I went on, like, I'm like, I wonder what people think about this. Mm-hmm. And I went on, like, Telltale forums, and they're like, oh, there's no hub world. You can't interact. You get to know everyone as well. All these season two characters, like, uh, uh, aren't as developed. And I'm like, I understand that, but I'm totally mm-hmm. into what's going on, too, though. So I don't really, I don't hate it or anything. It's still really good, I think. But yeah. mm-hmm. I do understand that. Like, there's no hub area in this episode. Like, you just... Do a thing, do a thing, do a thing, do a thing. Yeah, but he, I don't, I don't care. It's fun. Well, even Clementine says, "Like, why does it always have to be me?" <laughs> it's like that was one of my favorite little lines. And I'm like, pretty yeah, true. But I love Clementine to death, and I love getting to be sassy and. Yeah, I don't um, know. I like playing as her a lot. I don't know how to describe it, but I have a lot. I, of fun I, had, I had a sassy moment that Clementine gets to do that made me will kind of want to play the game. Yeah, dude. It's really good. Season one's really good. Season one's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's great so far in season two, but it just feels like, well, now where does it go? Two more episodes ago, like, you did that, and and now what? So, The thing is, too, the preview for this one wasn't really, and I like it, too, because I don't really like the previews, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I gotta watch them. Because I don't, I don't watch previews of TV shows. Like Game of Thrones comes out, like they have a preview for the next episode, like after the episode airs, and I'm like, nope, I'm leaving the room. I don't want to know anything that's gonna happen. Uh, but that was pretty, uh, and I don't know if it was deliberate, like no spoilers, or uh, just 
you know, just like uh, meant to be on purpose because they didn't know what they're doing yet. Right. But well, uh, I really of, like the story in this one. Yeah, at the end of episode one, there was a little tease where like a character's coming back and like I that, that, that bugged correctly. me. I guess that immediately. Yeah, I guess I, that immediately. Yeah, and, like I, I've said it on on the show. Like I think it's like it's a certain person did turn out to be that person, and now this person played a pivotal role at the end of. Uh, this episode three, and I wonder I love, if I love that person to death. <laughs> I wonder if their uh, their morals are going to be skewed a bit. We need to have a spoiler cast for this. We do. We really I'll do. get around to it sometime. Sometime. I, I just I'd be interested I, I, to see what would happen like if he becomes a, a darker character as a result. Or, I want to ask you this, uh, and I'll be vague so people won't know what the fuck we're talking about. But near the end, did you watch or did you not watch? Did you just leave? I watched. I did too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got yeah, it. It was a morbid choice, and like it was like eighty nine percent watched. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you got to watch. You got to watch. Like, yeah, I don't um, watch too much, but right. yeah. I also played South Park: The Stick of Truth. Uh, I'm at the point where you're making the decision of who to side with at the end of day two. Uh, so that's been it's it's really fun to just you know put time into a game again. Like I just I have a question to ask Tony. Tony, have you played the game twice? South Park, yes. Have you chosen both sides? Yeah, but it doesn't do anything. That's what I thought. I was telling him that you can save right before a certain fight, and you can just do both if you want to just get two trophies. I played it again because there's a lot of missable stuff, and uh, I I did that on my second round. Pokemon! Yeah, you can miss a lot of Pokemon, you can miss some armor, and it sucks because you can't 100% it on one file, so I had to Mm -hmm. play it again. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm really enjoying it. Put two long play sessions in, and... I'm I'm getting close. Yeah, but I, I got a game fly it, so I gotta finish that one. Really enjoying yeah. it so far. I'm looking forward to getting that out of the way, and then more games to play. Let's get into the Smash update of the show, though. We have a new character. Finally, it's been a long time. We've waded through just not good updates, just kind of bad updates in general. Yeah. But I fight for my friends. Yep, he's back. He is back. Uh, what did you think of seeing Ike return to Super Smash Brothers? Well, I mean, I wasn't surprised to see Ike return, but I was surprised to see Ike. <laughs> oh, my. Ike! Just, uh... Oh, my. Here's the man! Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> Ike's, been lift- Ike's been lifting, man. And I, I guess I mean, that sword's, like, real heavy, isn't it? Yeah, but he wasn't as buff in, in Brawl. Apparently, this is closer to his Radiant Dawn version, though, which a lot of people, when they were playing Brawl, it's just like, well, this is what it should have been before. But okay, I, I, he now has more of a shoulder pad. Well, uh, <clears throat> shin guard. Now you're a man. A man, man, man. Mario, Mario, Mario. <laughs> that's what Ike is right now. He's a man. A man, okay. man, man. I haven't looked much at this, but there's an item uh, picture today where Ike's on a jetpack. I'm like, dude, Ike has a jetpack. Why are we talking about that? Like, just, that looks just part of this character now. <laughs> uh, that is an item from Pilot Wings. It's going to allow characters with not that good vertical recovery to be able to... Vertical recover. Yeah. So, higher jumps. That's basically it. Bunny hood <laughs> without the, the super speed. Exactly. So, I mean, it's not like... He has a jetpack now, and that's his permanent thing. <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, what that's the fire emblem, though. Uh, that's that's one thing. And then also, this uh, the screenshot in particular also emphasizes another update that occurred with the villager, and how the female mm-hmm. villager is an alternate costume. And other villagers. And other yeah. villagers as well. That is a great decision. 
Uh, Alternate costumes for days. Well, yeah, let's make it clear. If we're getting alternate costumes like male and female Wii Fit Trainer, like male and female Villager, what is stopping you? For stuff like that, it makes sense. It does, and it does. But what is stopping you, Sakurai, from having alternate costumes for every character? Yeah. There should be nothing. And it's just like, oh, well, it doesn't work for each character, and then in memory, like, you're on a next-gen system. The Wii U should be entirely capable. Make mm. it happen. And you have Little Mac and Wireframe Little Mac for crying out loud. I mean, come on. Please give us an all-in-our swap to Alpha. That would be great. I mean, Alpha especially or, the... uh, I really yeah. like Louie, too. Louis. Either one. Both. Mm-hmm. We've seen Villager. Villager has a bunch of hairstyles and gender still... change, so... That is true. I mean, yeah, you do see the different hairstyles between the two male Villagers. Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel mean, like... I feel like we're going to get a Pikmin 3 character confirmation just because of uh, the, yeah. they, Olimar specifically doesn't use the Pikmin from Pikmin 3. And that's really weird to me. Like, he? Oh, he does? Flying Pikmin. Yeah, oh, up he is. Yeah, up he does, he is right. Yeah, yeah. Pikmin. Never mind, I'm stupid. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's all right. Oh, besides that. No, no. But no, I think you're right. I think <laughs> if, if Olimar does get an alternate costume, I think Alpha is a good choice. Uh, you do have the Pikmin 3 stage. Uh, mm. So that's, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be possible. I so don't see the, an excuse. Uh, the only other big thing was the Charizard X thing talked about on the last one, or was that newer? I think this uh, it was talked about. Oh, yeah, okay, it was, yeah. The only other thing, and I really wanted to talk about this one in depth, even more so than Ike, was the mirroring. Yeah, that was talked about. And that yeah, is pretty was... weird to me, and I don't know how to feel about it. Super, tell us about that. The mirroring is back in the other versions of you know Brawl, PM, Melee, Smash. Like when a character turned around, they just sort of turned around. They, uh, their back was to you when they often when they faced to the left, and now they are always their their front is always facing you. So there's a lot more of their action being shown in that regard. Mm-hmm. Although it does go on to say the leg and arm positions of some characters will automatically be made. Yes, that, that's I think that's something that a lot of people overlooked, and they just thought like. If you do this for all characters, it's going to be terrible. Link is going to go from left-handed to right-handed constantly. You Samus with them, you know, and Mega Man with their busters. Like, that's going to change. What is this? What is Sakurai thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's some characters. Some characters. And plus, you know, some characters, you know, like Mario, it's like, what does he have special on his back that it, that is super important for us to always see his back? There's, oh, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing. But with a character like Ike... And such, you know, is he's right dominant handed with his sword. Yeah, and he's got one shoulder pad thing, so like he's probably gonna have your back to you. Mm-hmm. Also, a nice thing in that update is the first confirmation of some alternate colors. Yes, That's true too. And uh, I, I like seeing Fire Mario back. Red Greninja's pretty cool, but that Stonework Bowser. Yes, yeah. neat. Like that. That's a fantastic color. Yeah, if you see uh, Greninja, Greninja isn't entirely symmetrical because you look at the tongue. There's a little bit of a wrinkle in the right version here uh, when you compare it to the left. So mm. there's a slight difference. Yep. Well, that might just be like the tongue like fluctuating, and it's just not time to. But yeah, to... if the tongue that. fluctuates with the animation, like that's going pretty in depth, Sakurai, and you should put I think that that's towards other. Cool. It would be. But yeah, uh, I think my favorite update actually comes from after. Like, yes. after that, it's the pick of the day in previous games in the series. If you chose the red team in the team battle, your Mario would have been red. But now you can choose any color you want. The color outlining the characters will show 
their team affiliation. Ah, uh, good. Great choice. I can finally be Red Team and be Mario and Luigi and look right. Is that only 3DS or? No. You know, right now, a lot of people are kind of saying it's going to only be 3DS, but I'm like, 3DS is probably the easiest way to show that off. You're probably going to have... Because they already have outlines. Yeah, it already has probably gonna have it. You're probably going to have it straight up uh, around you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And the Wii version, which is going to be pretty cool. Probably something akin to the KO aura that, you know, I spotted. Hmm. Hmm, yeah. Um, and even in this one, you can see, we were talking about, you know, the, the flipping of the characters. Uh, Samus does not seem to have her... Her arm cannon facing the screen, it seems to be on the the reverse far side. So she was. And Link still seems to be left handed. Well, how about that? I think Link would be more telling if you were facing the other way. It's a, it's a it's I don't think I mind it, but it's kinda of weird to me. Like then again though, if you probably never told me that, I probably wouldn't have ever noticed. Right. But honestly, I think the last couple updates have all been winners. They've been like, good. Uh, I just hope yeah. they're saving Good news for E3, and that's that's going to be the big one. Uh, one of the more recent ones also is the the platforms on the respawn, mm-hmm. and you know your they were called the... angelic platforms in melee. Ooh. but then they become demonic. Or uh, just revival. <laughs> so they become uh, turn from yellow to red. You know, the longer you wait on them. Real talk though, when was the last time you waited for the entire duration of the <clears> platform <throat> and had it? just disappear from under you instead of you just moving on your own oh uh, when super's really? down there i'm scared so a lot <laughs> and and you want and uh real talk a lot hmm. like that happens a lot uh when you when you lose a stock especially in a way you weren't expecting like an sd or like they got like an ike app smash on you that you weren't expecting you thought you were gonna dodge it you need a second to calm down and refocus so hmm. being on that platform for a while taking in to breathe or you know that's that's important. Interesting, especially um, when both when both people die at the same time for any reason. Uh, generally, you're going to want to be on there the longest so you can have more invincibility time than your opponent, mm-hmm. or at no. least not give your opponent uh, a huge advantage. This is why I like these updates, though, because this is shit I would never notice. You know, right? Like unless I read them on the dojo or whatever. You know what I do miss about the dojo, though. My music updates. Everything. <laughs> or everything. Or everything, yes. Yeah. But at least with this one, we get sassy Wii Fit Trainer. Looking at sassy Day-to-Day. Sassy Wii Fit Trainer. She just does not look pleased with Day-to-Day, like he swallow-sided her. Hands on hips. It's just like, <laughs> you you going to try that, that stuff around me again? This is why you should quit eating. Get fit. Do <laughs> <laughs> we move on to the controller then? Yeah, let's talk the controller, because this came up, and a lot of people seem to be very excited about this. As they should be. I think there's some... There's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. Uh, Yeah, but at least using a comfortable, familiar fight pad that most of us will be modding entirely anyway. The news is that a third-party company, PDP, has uh, joined with Nintendo to, by the end of the year, holiday 2014, in time for Super Smash Bros. Ball for Wii U, confirming a GameCube-inspired wired fight pad. Uh, now the picture here is from their the previous controller one. that they designed for Wii. Uh, so this is not the GameCube inspired one. They have not showed the prototype image. Uh, it's still in development. I have a problem with calling it a wired controller, though, because yeah. it's connected to the the Wii remote. Yeah, yeah. Totally it just wireless. it just plugs into the Wii remote like a nunchuck would, like a classic controller would. 
which ends up being a wireless controller mm-hmm. in the end. Uh, so very deceptive in that regard. I think you would have... See, I think for... And you know, correct me if I'm wrong from a, a pro perspective, Super. Mm-hmm. I think for most people at home playing this game, this is fine. You're, you're looking to the form factor, and you know, that would appeal to a lot of people. If you're playing at home, it's going to have pretty decent response time with the console and yep. no problems there. You bring that into a competitive setting, and there's still no wired solution. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the pro community adapts to the whole issue of controller wireless interference. That it's the reason why GameCube controllers are the standard. Not just because people are used to playing that way for Melee and other games, but you get the wired controller, you don't have any issues with interference. And mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how that problem solved. Yeah, there's only a few, a few players who actually use... Uh wireless controls, you know, Wii, the Wii uh, Nunchuck, or the uh, Classic Controller. Although I see I Classic know. Controller a little bit. Classic Controller a little bit. Uh, a PMBR player, Jushuchi, he uses a Classic Controller, and one of the top Sonics in Project M is a Wii Chuck. Mm. Interesting. So, um, right now, they're not having any real problems with using those wire, uh, wireless options. However, in a larger tournament... Where everyone is using these kind of things, uh, I I worry, but it's something that only time will tell. Mm. Interesting. But especially in the end, though, Wii U Pro Controller probably I don't one hundred percent trust a simple Wii Remote Plus yeah. plus a classic controller, but a Wii U Pro Controller I I haven't seen anything wrong with that one yeah. so far. Yeah, uh, I enjoy it's it. Pretty comfortable. You get used to it, uh, and I'm sure it has a better connectivity. To the system inherently than yeah, using an older controller with an attachment onto it. That is third party. Uh, so yeah. My friend uh, recently got But it is got Nintendo a... working with them. So. It, is, it is a good sign, yes. My friend recently got a Wii U and I had to explain to him about the whole classic controller has to be plugged into the Wii remote at all times. Like He's like, what? And I'm like, he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't fucking know really. But... <laughs> like It was such an alien concept to him at the time and I'm like, yeah, that's just how Nintendo works. I mean, what's the problem with if you really want to make it a wired controller, make it USB. That's what I don't understand. Really, what's the problem with that? Mm-hmm. Probably they don't want you, you to know that USBs exist. <laughs> That's what I feel like, too. Like, I, I, don't, I don't use them for anything. I wonder yeah. if, it, if, if they'll like bundle it together is what I'm interested in. Because if it looks like a GameCube controller, it works like a GameCube controller, I'll just buy them both at the same day anyway. Maybe if they do something like a, uh, a collector's edition or a limited edition, you know, something at launch... Because they know a lot of the you know players that are going to definitely play it. If with, they do uh, something like that, I with, think it would be more of a launch bundle. With some figures. <laughs> yeah. We don't know about that yet, but that'll be something to see at E3. I mean, it is something that has come up. Uh, I can say that it is a question that's going to be included in our Nintendo questions. So I, I think we'll save the discussion on that topic, even though it is something you know, this week. I think we'll save some of that discussion for... Our E3 Colin show the right Nintendo figures and you can look on YouTube and hear how last episode I kind of talked about it Smash potential before that news kind of came out. I, th- I think you nailed it. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube, oh yeah, they're thinking about or they they did aren't they? They're buying a Twitch for one billion dollars. Doctor Evil screenshot. Yeah. Uh, so I thought you were actually going to say billion, fulfilling, bazillion. Yeah. I'm gonna say there is news with Nintendo and YouTube about possibly you know they're looking into having a partnership program, you know, with the, program. the content ID and splitting revenue. 
But that's that's still Nintendo. Fuck off with that. That's not. Uh, uh, what was it? Oh, what's the channel? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's Game it. Theory. Game Theory went on this big rant about how like people YouTube channels are propelling like these unknown games, and Nintendo's just like, don't do it. And like, were you struggling? And it's like, why would you not take that free exposure? Well, I, like, it's hurting them so much. It would be a good thing actually if it goes through because they're looking to share the revenue that they make on the content ID with the YouTubers. So I still don't like that though because that's not. No it's, well, yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't happen in the first place, but at, at least it's they're they trying to have their be, be able to take that it. money off that work when it's not they're not doing the work, you know. Like they made the content, yeah. but it's not like movie reviewers take money from movie reviewers. <laughs> like that shouldn't that doesn't work in any other medium. I don't oh, agree with that. Still, that's true. well, I'm sorry, I ruined your segue. Anyway. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was <laughs> a br- that was a brilliant segue too. I'm a, it, I'm was. A, it was it was. I mean, I tried to work with the Nintendo on the YouTube, but we have YouTube uh, p- reportedly in talks with Twitch. Yes, Twitch.tv. Uh, YouTube looking into buying Twitch for $1 billion in cash. And in there have cash? Been, in cash. I love how it's <laughs> not a check. Does, does say in cash. Which, that's crazy. Like, that just does not happen in cash. Uh, there are, have been reports since this like, broke. Why not just like a big novelty check? Right. That's why I want all my $1 billion checks. <laughs> Here you go, $1 billion. I like how you said that, Liz, if you have, you're expecting more than one in your future. I, damn it, man. I got big dreams, okay? <laughs> Those dreams, though. Yeah. Uh, this is starting to be rebuked a little bit, though, since it came out a week ago. Like, you know, some reports saying that they're in talks, that this isn't official, it's in the early stages, and I don't want it to happen. Why not? I think it's Google throwing its money around, trying to become even bigger. And I think Twitch operates just fine right now, personally. I okay. think I would have I would have concerns about it changing and hurting a burgeoning community. Google works good too. Have you seen some of the decisions they made on YouTube? That Google Plus YouTube's integration that they've fucking... taken back? Well YouTube oh, okay. is Google. That's the thing. Yeah, but generally Google does okay. Like I wouldn't, I don't know, I don't mind it as much. YouTube's a weird fucking monster of its own. But generally, when Google does stuff, I don't hear bad things about it. Hmm. Just YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. Like being able to stream directly on YouTube wouldn't. That's what I think they want to do. I think that's, that's what the they already do, though. I right. know, but nobody like Twitch is better and more. I don't know. <laughs> I have no feelings either way on this one. To be completely honest, I don't Sister. use Twitch too often, and even if I did get into Twitch, it'd probably be post this, whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, like, I'd just be kind of getting into Twitch, because right now I think Twitch has a lot of problems. Like, yeah. I, I want, like, I want, I'm looking for something, I'm researching, or like, I'm trying to, you know, get in on something. I want to go to one of my channels or something like that, and it's just so roundabout sometimes, and it's really archaic in other places. So I've never been 100% okay with Twitch. So having YouTube buy it slash Google buy it, seeing some integration, probably some you know good technology thrown in, I can see this working out. Now it is YouTube and it is Google and we've seen problems in the past, but usually we just ended up just kind of like shrugging our shoulders and going, it wasn't that bad of a change. Mm-hmm. And in some cases it's been good changes. I, I like some of the things that have been changed. If... It is something to, you know, sending more resources and to help the community grow without changing the essence of what they are. 
then I'm okay with it. But I have concerns about Google trying to come in and just have it be a, a way for them to grow their power and to kind of stick their hands in the cookie jar where it doesn't belong. Mm. That's, that's my concern with it. Disney and Google are going to buy everything until they just like end up fighting. Eventually, yeah. And then Comcast along with it and all these other media giants. Uh, watch out. like they're It's, it's cereal. It's super cereal. Dude, the cereals. Now, Super, I don't know how we transitioned from Twitch, maybe I've people been, play... I was trying so hard to think of something. That's what that silence People was. play ah. Halo on Twitch. Oh, look, Halo news. Hey, look, this is, <laughs> this is a first-person shooter guy. Master Chief cereal. And then I wanted that. <laughs> and then you just got hungry. Dude, now I am kind of hungry. So tell us about Halo 5 Guardians. Halo 5 Guardians is we don't know a whole lot about it. We saw Master Chief walking through the desert, and it's the next, it's the next, uh, next chapter in the Master Chief story, but looks like Master Chief isn't exactly getting the top billing. Mm-hmm. Like, in some of the promotional material we've seen, we've seen a different Spartan with a blue visor, and he's, like, above the Chief. Yeah. Uh, so what's, what's going on there? We've told that it's not a human eye, it's not, like, AI Cortana... Like coming back from the set from the last game. Spoilers. Oh, that'd be crazy. Okay. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, we were told that you know some people's like it's like it's a blue visor. It's got to be Cortana. And I'm like, nah, it's it's probably not. But I will I will say that we probably have not heard the last out of Cortana. Uh, um, especially since you know, like the first three the first three games was kind of like this weird pseudo romantic story between Chief and Cortana, and four was just this explosion of that. Yeah. Uh, and now that she's gone, what's what? I mean, she's gone in one sense. I mean, she's basically, you know, she found work elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what I what I like what I've seen is like Halo Five Guardians is coming out, and it's uh, 2015, not yeah. exactly 2014, which means we're going to see a Halo game this year. Which means which Halo games getting the HD treatment? Almost. All of them. Yeah. According it's... to rumors, it might be all of them. Well, not all of them, but all right, of them. All, all the Master Chief story, which is yeah, all it's being built the as Master ones. Chief collection. Basically, yeah. all I, the numbered ones. Yeah. Uh, also, the, the two I had most fun playing: ODST and Reach. Yeah. That's what I heard. I heard Reach and ODST were both really cool. They were really cool. Like ODST gets a lot of people like fired up uh, one way or the other. Like people were like, I hated ODST. And I was just like, I loved ODST. It was unique. It was, it was different. It was the most like the first one, to be honest. You didn't, you know, space jump nearly as far, though. But you you're, you had the health system going on, so you had to manage that. It was like stealthy Halo the entire way through, and it was awesome. And the and Nathan Fillion was in it. And Nathan Fillion was in it. And he played Nathan Fillion, basically. Exactly. He, he basically played, uh, like, freaking Mal from Firefly. Yep. And every and they had a, other, a couple other Firefly guys in on it as the main as the main cast, mm-hmm. and the rookie talked not often, but he still talked. He still had some character to him, uh, which was a little unfortunate that they went the way of they kind of went further on the whole like rookie talking mm-hmm. in Reach, but like it didn't work as well. I don't feel right. so. Reach um, had a better ending. Oh god, Reach was amazing. I really liked Reach. I really liked ODST. I really liked Halo Three. Halo Two was okay. Everyone was, you know, it was all about Halo Two. But if they're all getting HD remakes, especially having a two to three remake, I, I have to question: Are we going to see a complete engine remake, 
or are they all going to try and run on the same engine? That's and then would all question. of those, and then would all of those games separately be online in this remake too? So you Ooh. could get all those maps back from the old Xbox games. Ah, uh, Chiron! I want Chiron back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. anything about any of this, but that was the thought that occurred. Yeah, Chiron. Right, that, Chiron if this is true, uh, you got to hope it's sixty bucks. If it's anything more, uh, I think oh, I feel Microsoft like that's reasonable for all that too. Yeah. I think uh, that's it, very reasonable. It's, it's probably going to be 60 bucks. I'd be very surprised if it was more. Having an HD remake on Xbox One would be great, but I just feel like there's so many different engines at work within Halo that having an entire one, just an entire HD re- re- like collection, I really want them to bring them under a single engine. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, Combat Evolved already got its HD remake. Yeah. I, I, and then, honestly, yeah. I believe we'll see a 2, 3, and 4. Four remake and four remake which is going to be a big push. I don't know if they'll do a four remake. I think that'll just be packaged in there, probably. Maybe, uh, but, you know, having an Xbox One version was, would be you know a good thing because a lot of people would rebuy Halo Four. The and point of all of this is yeah. that none of it is really a surprise. Nope. We talked on Show Me News in late January when the NT kernel uh, leak broke out on NeoGaf. Someone apparently within Microsoft who was leaking all this information uh, mentioned that Halo 5 would be pushed back until 2015. Mentioned a He mentioned a 234 HD remake all for Xbox One uh, this, this fall. Mm-hmm. So all this isn't really a surprise. And he's been accurate on other things too, talking about the plot synopsis in general for uh, Sunset Overdrive. How right. it's a city and there is a fizzy carbonated drink that's Christ. turning people into monsters. Like that Shut was up, all man. <laughs> that was all predicted. So just I think Halo, like as someone who's been a Sonic fan all these years, Halo is way worse at leaks than Sonic, and that is saying something. Yep. And that, I, I, that that's another thing too. I think you're spot on is Microsoft, like for the Halo 5 thing, I think they wanted to get that bad news of a 2015 delay out of the way for E3. And that's the question. Like, It's a few weeks before E3. You're not going to talk about it then. They talk about the Halo Journey. So I, I made a special mention that the Halo Journey is starting this year. And then mm. like, it's within the day is this you know, rumor about the Master Chief collection. So it's, yeah, they're right. not that good at keeping secrets with the, the Halos. Yeah. I, I, think the, I think the two funny things that I take from this most are just come from the cover. Number one, that top figure is most definitely got to be a woman. Yeah. And number yeah. two, Master Chief is holding the casual assault rifle while this figure is holding a battle rifle. Ah. Mm. It, it's an interesting note because uh, insofar, outside of Halo 2, the assault rifle has always been the go-to gun for this game, for the Halo series. Like, they got rid of the assault rifle in Halo 2. Apparently people didn't like that so much. But, like, the battle rifle was in Halo 2, and it's been the competitive gun ever since, the battle rifle. You want to know something else pretty amusing? Um, the, okay, sure. In the subtitle. And not only is it strange to see a, a number and a subtitle, like, mm-hmm. Halo 5 would have just been just fine. Mm-hmm. There has to be a reason for Guardians. And isn't it peculiar that, you know, obviously the, this new game, like Halo, Halo 4... 5. Is the last Guardians? <laughs> uh, I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. He's an owl. Halo Five, <laughs> like Halo Four, developed by Three Four Three Industries. Uh, Halo previously developed by Bungie. Well, Bungie's new game, Destiny. Your main character is known as a Guardian, <laughs> and you're trying to become Legend. So the Guardians that's, becoming Legend. That's weird. Halo Five. 
What are they? Guardians? Doing? Oh, okay, then, Halo. You have that number Guardians. title and that subtitle. Guardians have been a huge thing in Halo like history anyway, so I'm just more curious about who this top character is. They've done a pretty good job just showing it off and going, all right, the shape is female. It's holding a battle rifle, so it's UNSE. Who is it? Sarah Palmer? No, they said it was not Sarah Palmer. Interesting. Sarah Palmer's armor is also white. Hmm. We'll have to find out maybe at E3. We shall Pro- see. Probably. I'd say we'll find out a little bit of something at E3. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to not talk about Halo. A little okay. bit. A little bird. Tony, let's talk about Halo of the Week. Uh... Fuck you guys. Flappy Bird's coming back in August with online multiplayer, and I think that's all we really need to say, but I'm excited. <laughs> it's back. Why? Outer space. It just walked and found us here. With our... Now we have a sad look on our face. Mm-hmm. Flappy Bird looks really sad. Vanderbird looks really mmm. <laughs> uh, the the creator took down Flappy Bird originally because he, he thought the game was too addictive for people, and he didn't want the game to be addictive. He didn't want people, you know, taking have it take over their lives so much. But then he sees all the clones being made, and he sees all that money being made, and he's like, mm. like the like Flappy Bird's face, mm. <laughs> missed opportunity. I was making $50,000 a day on ads alone. <laughs> I'm going to add online multiplayer. Which I don't see how that's going to... I can imagine like a really lengthy connect a server fucking process and then it's like you find a friend or whatever. It takes like eight minutes and then you both hit the second pipe. <laughs> Dong Nguyen. Dong Nguyen, how does adding online multiplayer make it less addictive? Please tell me that. Like, unless you're going to put in some paywalls that, you know, terrible mobile games do. Like, oh, Flappy Bird ran into a pipe. You have to wait 30 minutes. Or you can pay us a couple dollars and, well, you can get another try. And then you run into a Dude, there's no, any moral thing he said before he sold out. That's just the cold (laughs) fact here. There's nothing, there's nothing about that that matters anymore. Like, don't even bring it up. He just sold out and he wants money and I don't care because Flappy Bird. Oh, okay. $50,000 a day. You can't, you can't mess with that. No, I wouldn't. Don't begrudge this guy. I wouldn't be all over that. Speaking of online, as we move on to our story pool, yeah. Nintendo, Wi-Fi, Nintendo Wi-Fi connection's gone. Bing zamzadam! Sad face. I kept, I don't know about you guys, but I kept like, oh, I'll play Brawl with somebody in a week before that goes up. And then I was just gone and I forgot. I'm like, shit. Did. You never did. You know, it was no. also a sad one. Uh, the Completionist did a great review of Mario Strikers I, Charged. I fucking yeah. love that game. It's a great well, game, and Gerard nailed it with that review. And it was mostly just saying how you know the online was was great at the time. It continued to be great. You know there were it was tough to find people to play with this time around, but now it just it doesn't exist anymore because the Wi-Fi connection is gone. Yep, and now you have to go and do the private server stuff like I've done already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Mario Kart hacks have been. You know, finding a way to get their own servers up and running. Uh, it's mm-hmm. interesting that this, you know, used to be run by GameSpy, the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection, and it's mostly with their services shutting down that this is going away. But also, it's, it's Wii and DS games. Not many people were really using it, and it's a waste of server space, a waste of money, etc. 
The only thing oh. I can really think about that I miss, not even Mario Kart Wii, is just the old Pokemon games. But you yeah. can transfer your Pokemon to the new game, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah, see, yeah, local trading is not affected, thank goodness. Uh, it's just, you know, the global trading service and the... Yeah, but, n- the but now there's better resources and games for that, so... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, if they can focus more on the newer games, that's best. I, I don't know if you also heard the... Uh, one of the guys from GameSpy did a, an interview on IGN's Nintendo Voice Chat podcast. Yes, yes, and I loved his story about how they're all really close-minded, like, oh, we want friend codes. Is somebody opening a candy bar? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, I don't believe I'm you. not. I'm really not. It's just, I was playing with something in my hands, and I'll stop now. It, it was your dick. <laughs> wow, okay, my dick sounds like a candy bar, guys. Let's just, let's just, let's just, there's the day, there's the episode title. I would say something. Don't, don't, don't fucking name it that. But do you remember the story he was telling about the, that they were all really close-minded? It was like, oh, we need these restrictions and these restrictions. And he went to a meeting and uh, they were like, we would like, uh, for the new Mario Kart 7, like, friends and, like, being able to set up matches with just them and, like, voice chat and all this. And they were like, they, like, saying it was real complicated. And he's like, that is within everything we can do. And then, like, the room of just Japanese people just yell Japanese back and forth for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. And they're like, we would yeah. like that. <laughs> like, they were pissed off because they didn't know any of that stuff existed. They also had told stories about, you know, mixed opinions between Nintendo and how, you know, something like a faction of Nintendo wanted all that stuff. Like, Xbox Live, like, PlayStation Network, you know, those kinds of, you know, up-to-date services. And then the other faction of Nintendo is the one that ended up winning out. The very family-friendly, family-conscious, you know, no names, you know, no voice chat. Just keep it safe, and that's unfortunate. Also, because Wii games could not patch themselves, <coughs> Brawl Online. Brawl in general. Those fixes had to be done on GameSpy's side, on server side. And so the problems weren't entirely fixed. They were helped a little bit, but they weren't entirely fixed. So really interesting you know, to hear about the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection. I just remember having the USB hub and that dying slash frying so quickly. Hmm. was not worth it in the long run. you got to get the LAN adapter, even on Wii U. There are LAN adapters that are really cheap. Go do that. Do it. I've got my LAN adapter all ready to go. Uh, now some, I just need a Wii U. Some small game announcements here, rounding out our story pool before we get to our E3 2014 yes or no questions, which I'm sure you're all waiting for anxiously. Far Cry 4 was another game that had been rumored and leaked a little bit that it's being made. And then prompting them to just be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll just announce it again before E3. What is this? They're so, all thinking they've got bigger things in store. They damn well better. <laughs> I doubt it. So Far Cry Four is going to take place in the Himalayas, like leaks had said. Uh, the box art is gaining some controversy, though. A a lighter skinned individual in a, a pink suit, which go figure that one is. Shown in a dominant position, hand on the head of a maybe a Tibetan man who's holding a grenade. So it's going to be, again, the kind of warlord thing, except you aren't going to be dude bro America on spring break, and you get mixed into this. You're, I think you're going to be more of a local this time around. Uh, this is going to be something we definitely see at Ubisoft's press conference. I'm sure we're going to see a demo. It is coming out this November. Uh, November 18th, actually. Uh, what do you think about the box art? I didn't think anything about it. I heard there was some controversy, but I didn't really notice anything or care. Yeah, I think it's just more racial things. Or maybe it's it's people finding things to be angry about. 
I just looked at it and I'm like, that's weird. And then like I'm done. I don't like pick apart shit. Just to, yeah. like look at a picture for like an hour. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. That game's gonna be a little racy and dicey and on the edge. Like expect that. Though uh, Brian Altano from IGN did a great mock-up, and I wonder if they link it here. Uh, no, there's, there's Quagmire with his head bouncing. <laughs> uh, did a great <laughs> Photoshop job of putting in Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka in the chair, yeah. and nice. then his hand on an Oompa Loompa. So that, that was amusing. But Well, thank God for that. And I think <laughs> Ubisoft announced this because it followed right along with the news that The Division is delayed until 2015. So... Mm. I that, think that, that, one that antagonist looks way too much like Cat Patrick Stewart, though. He, he kind of does a little bit. Maybe in a, his young, his younger days. Yeah, it's just I, I and just, with hair. Well, he's it's like a toupee. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess you know, Ubisoft wanted to you know kind of cancel out in the mind of Saints Row. <laughs> cancel out the the bad news with the good. Uh, but delays did not stop there, as today it was announced from Sony that. The Order 1886, which was going to be one of their big first-party titles for this holiday season, that's delayed till 2015. 1886, they've been developing this game for over a century and it's still not ready. I know, oh. but it looks good. You gotta give them credit for all the time that they worked on it. Better than Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's true. Uh, it's gonna raise a lot of questions for what does Sony have in the first party stash for this holiday. I mean, you can they're killing it in third parties, like the third parties are looking best on PlayStation 4. They have the indies in their pocket, but what's happening at the first party studios for this holiday? It's I really be, don't know. It's going to be a big it's, question at E3. I, I still am not like, I need one of these for Xbox One or PS4, so mm-hmm. I'm just still waiting. At least they're yeah. doing good sales-wise. They are. They know they definitely are. Um, and then another, because think about it, like, Drive Club, is Drive Club going to really be the big holiday game this year from Sony, like a Forza competitor. Uh, Microsoft's going to do Forza Horizon 2. That much is apparent if we're going to follow the NT kernel leaks. And if we're talking about, you know, driving games that have held their own over time, I'm going to take Forza. I really liked how Forza 5 looked, and I'm not entirely sold on Drive Club. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll I, was sold on Cl- I was sold on Drive Club, but maybe that was just me. I'm sold on Mario Kart. There you go, Mario Kart. Isn't that out? Days. No, that's few days. Few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another game that is delayed is uh, The Evil Within, the Shinji Mikami return to survival horror from Resident Evil. Uh, right. That's Bethesda's game. That got pushed back to a couple months from late August to late October. Hmm. But games getting delayed before E3. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a little weird. Things are happening. Out recently, Wolfenstein The New Order. Which I heard was pretty neat. Yeah, it's apparently pretty good. You know, mixing in you know what would happen if the Nazis took over. You know, the Wolfenstein first-person shooter. Apparently, it's 60 frames per second, and some people find that a little weird in an FPS. Huh. I don't. I don't know. I've heard. I haven't heard like it's lighting the world on fire, but I heard it was neat and pretty interesting. And the story was cool, and I'm like, I might check that out. Yeah, neat. Transistor came out, which is from the creators of Bastion. Yeah. Which I've heard has a pretty uh, complicated little little battle system, but it looks interesting. As far uh, uh, both of my friends have bought and completed it, and they seem to enjoy it a lot, but apparently there's not too much to do after you beat it. Mm-hmm. Like, all you got is New Game Plus. Yeah, so. sounds about right. I hear the, the trailer, or not the trailer, the uh, soundtrack is fantastic. Yep, and that they, they, both, they both bought the soundtrack. So Same, same with Ashton, it's the same dude. Yeah, yeah and the music it goes a lot with the game. The, the main character used to be a jazz singer, so... Yep. Yeah, that's true. 
that's that's a, a good game. I watched and, the opening. It was silly. Well, not silly, but it was fun. And then today, finally, from E3 2012, it's revealed there until November 19th, or at launch the next-gen consoles, delayed until now, May 27th, Watch Dogs is finally... I've, I've gotten the vibe from people, and it's totally how I feel, and I can equate it to Twilight Princess when that shit finally came out. It's like, <laughs> well, I was hyped, and I went from not caring to, like, kind of hyped to not caring again because of how much this game got delayed. Yeah. And so far, I've heard the game's pretty great, but it's not masterful or, like, amazing. It's just a pretty cool game. Yeah, Assassin's it's, Creed 4 Black Flag is getting better, or got better reviews than, than Watch Dogs did, which, you know, Watch Dogs is still getting good reviews, uh, though some people, I think... And it's an issue across all of games journalism. Like, they're finding all these things wrong with it, and then they're giving it good scores because they feel obliged to, in a way. Whether it's, you know, through their company, or they just believe the hype, and the hype, or the fans, they don't want to let the fan. Like, you got to be honest with your reviews of the game. But, yeah, people are saying that it's, it's a good game. A few bugs here and there. The story may be a little disappointing. They might have wanted the hacking to be a little more complicated than just pressing a button. Uh, but you know, it's a good open world game. It's not necessarily one that sets the world on fire like it could have, you know, as the definition of next gen games before we knew next gen. That shit was like groundbreaking. That, that. Well, that was like the thing. That that whole game stole that lackluster, admittedly, 2012 E3. And now it's out and it's pretty good, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. I'm not knocking it for that. I'm not saying. That's bad, but from like initial impressions to now, it's like, well, I expect a little more out of it. And, and then there are movie plans in store for that series. There's all kinds of weird Why? stuff. I, I mean, feel uh, like a sequel might do better, like tech-wise, and they just figure out a formula and whatnot. But right, it's a good start, I guess. Yeah, so I'll, cool. I'll look forward to playing it because I do like those open-world games. But I, I, my hype is definitely diminished after that mm-hmm. delay. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be like the game I got a next-gen system for. Ah, we'll see. And then, yes, in a few days, uh, it's going to be a while before we get back to a normal Show Me Your News with the next couple E3 episodes. But Ooh. Mario Kart 8 is coming out on Friday the 30th. Ooh. I'm going to play the shit out of that. Yeah. Like everybody. Play it online. I need Wii U friend stuff from people because I haven't yeah. a lot of people. I don't, have it, or whatever. I don't have it on Wii U. Oh. It can't be Luigi, though, if we play. <laughs> Anyway, just don't be pink gold peach. Running don't that be. pink gold peach. Oh, the fuck. Anyway, so, we're gonna run through. Or are we just gonna run through these questions real quick and not like discuss every one of them or anything? Yeah, not gonna not gonna discuss yeah. them unless there's a one that someone wants to discuss. I think some of them we'll, we'll may need. Some we'll, of them may we'll need discuss them on the super show. Right there, you go. Exactly. And I don't want to. I don't want to tip uh-huh. hands. I don't want to tip our hand as far as you know where it's leaning right now. Because it is time for the E3 2014 Yes or No Contest. This is where we ask you 50 questions and all you have to answer is yes or no. You don't need any big profound knowledge of the game industry. It's literally as simple as flipping a coin if you so choose. But it's our way, we've done it for the past four years or so, it's our way of getting excited for the conferences and all of the big news that is sure to drop. Uh, And it's our way of kind of testing our predictive talents, if you will. And this year, we tried to make sure that pessimism won't get you where you need to be. That is that is true. You can't necessarily do all no and win this time around. The, the key is, if you are the best in our community at picking these yes or no questions, you get to be on our post-E3 podcast, should you be available. And that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get started. Our first ten questions come from Microsoft. 
Call of Duty Advanced Warfare will open or close the conference. This is different from last year. It is different from last year. Last so year again, we said only open. There you go. All of these questions you would answer with yes or no. A game will be shown during the conference, Microsoft's conference, that requires Kinect controls. Requires mm. Kinect controls. Connectables. Uh, Smart glass functionality will be mentioned during the conference. Smart Remember glass that. will be the second screen. Halo 5 Guardians, which we were just recently talking about, will be demoed on stage during the conference. The rumored Master Chief collection with Halos 1 through 4 on Xbox is true. Yes or no? Um, we should probably clarify now. If it's on Halos 2 through 4, probably still going to accept a yes. Probably still going to accept a yes. Uh, just a, a collection of Halo games. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll probably reword that when we post the thread which you get to post. Maybe a collection of Halo games. However, it would be a no if it contains ODST and Reach. There you go. That is true. It's, it's the numbered Halo games we're looking for. Mm-hmm. The price cut and connectless Xbox One is addressed during the conference. So the move that they made to try to bring it down to $400 and take out the Kinect, we'll see if they bring it up during the conference. A teaser trailer of the new Gears of War game for Xbox One is shown during the conference. The one that Black Tusk Studios is now reportedly working on. Microsoft mentions future virtual reality plans during the conference. That'd be an, an attempt to counter Project Morpheus from Sony. Virtual reality, ladies. An old Rare conference is rebooted on Xbox One. I said a conference. An old conference Rare franchise. Let's try that again. An old Rare franchise is rebooted on Xbox One. This does not count a second yeah. season of Killer Instinct. Because Killer Instinct was already rebooted. This is if Banjo-Kazooie comes back. If please, Conker please comes don't. back. If please don't. If any other rare game, Battletoads, if that comes back in a reboot, a old Dude, rare, an old rare franchise... Dude, I would be totally down for a super serious reboot of Battletoads. <laughs> yeah, and keeping the First name... First person shooter and everything. Yep. And finally, the last question for Microsoft. 10 out of the 50 questions here. Phil Spencer, the new head of the Xbox brand, changes his outfit during the course of the conference. Was that a thing that happened last year? That it was, was a thing that happened thing. in 2002. That was the thing that happened last year. That's funny. Now for Sony, because they're up next in the order. Tony, you want to handle these ones? A specific release date is mentioned for the U.S. public release of PlayStation Now. Is, is that the Gaikai stuff? That is the Gaikai. Yep. Okay. So specific release the... date. We're, we're not saying later this summer. We're not saying June. A and to clarify, release that's, date. The, that's the PS3 you know, streaming of, or like the streaming of old content. Yeah. Basically, the thing that that puts me more in the favor of PS4 over Xbox One. Yeah. Game streaming Pro- of older games. Yeah. Yes. Project Morpheus is mentioned during the conference, which is the VR. That's a new, yep. a new. I just want to clarify for some people. A new exclusive Vita game, not a port or a remake, is announced during the conference. Uncharted Four has a presence at the conference. A new God of War game is announced for PS4. Oh God. <laughs> the Last of Us. The Last of, of Us. <laughs> the Last of Us of War Two is announced. Now, you've got to clarify Last of Us 2. It does not mean the DLC. remastered HD. Or not HD, it's already HD. The remastered is already coming to PlayStation 4. They're probably going to talk about that, but the question is, do they tease a sequel, prequel, another game in The Last of Us? Should they call it The Laster of Us? If they do it too. Waka waka. Either Quantum Dream. I also want to clarify. 
I also want to clarify the Vita game one. You say a new exclusive Vita game, not a port or remake, is announced during the conference. Well, I it's, think we should feel. I think we should say the Last of Us, uh, a different Last of Us title, because we might see a Vita Last of Us. Yeah, I mean a, a new, a new title, a new game in that series. But okay. for the Vita game, it's not just like oh, this game is getting an HD remake on Vita or anything like that. It's, it's it, we're looking for. Sony mentioned during the conference a brand new Vita game that is exclusive. Basically, are they going to give the Vita any attention in terms of games? Yep, I'm sure they will. They always do, but no one cares. Well, <laughs> and we'll like see. some of the games are really good. You've like talked about some, but no one really put. I, I think we might. But I mean, anyway, the, last year, last year they talked about a lot of you know yeah. just ports and games we already knew existed. Nothing really too surprising. So anyway, continue. Either Quantic Dream or Media Molecule reveal their new PlayStation 4 game. Uh, Quantic Dream either. is you know, Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain, as David Cage's studio. Media Molecule is Little Big Planet people. Gotcha, gotcha. PS4 makes a value move, price cut, or included bundle to counter Microsoft. A All woman right. speaks on... What? Oh, I was, I'm sorry, I was going to say... So yeah, price cut, or if they, they add the camera back in, they make some sort of move. They don't just keep it... Oh, the same system, three ninety nine. They they do something to counter with Microsoft. A woman speaks on stage as a presenter during the conference. That's well, it. Hopefully, better than whatever Microsoft does. Yeah, it's a lot of heavy breathing and fat guys at the last <laughs> one. The phrase "U.S. dollars" is said during the conference, which is a mainstay because I want it to be. It's a classic. It's a classic. The U.S. I dollars. Think, I don't think it has been either. Like nope. since that one year, but I still. You never know. That's I part always of the, will pick yes. It's part of the the mystery of this contest. Super, how about Nintendo? Alrighty then. <clears throat> the Wii U gets some form of hardware redesign. Oh, now that, so that's like they change the specs. They come out with some sort of relaunch of the system to try to make it more up-to-date, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Or if they, if they package it without the gamepad. Oh. Oh, God. In 33 gig. <laughs> yeah, sure. That counts. 64 gig, that'd be a hardware redesign. A Wii U game is shown during the digital event that uses two gamepads. That's 30 frames per second. (laughs) The Miiverse smartphone app is mentioned during the digital event. More than one new Smash Brothers character is officially revealed. More than one. So if you're saying yes, that means you think two or more. What about Ice Climbers? Don't be a... (laughs) 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 You know what we mean. (laughs) <laughs> Two selectable characters that are different. Exactly. And play different. Okay. Uh, Nintendo's near field communication, NFC, figures are specifically integrated, or specially integrated, with Super Smash Brothers. Yep. The Legend of Zelda game for Wii U features motion control as previously seen in Skyward Sword. Now, this one was tempting because I, I almost wanted to go with something like with the art design. Like, oh, they, they make it more real life like that tech demo, but I think because the uh, the motion control on Skyward Sword is so polarizing, I think... That's, that's really fucking hard to word. It has this specific art style. Yeah. You mean the mixed art style? Yeah, no, the funny. more Twilight Princess looking one that blew us all away when we were uh, first being introduced to the Wii U, and then Nintendo's like, no, we're, we're not going to do that. And the button that said night, day, night, day, exactly. night, day. <laughs> Uh, a new game project helmed by Shigeru Miyamoto is revealed during the digital event. I don't know. Has he started any new hobbies? That's a good question. Possibly. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. 
another GameCube game will get a Wii U HD remake, and it is shown during the digital event. Mario Party 6. Dude, how else would it be if it was <laughs> Sunshine? Sunshine. Dude, I, Sunshine on Wii U. I'd want I would Sunshine. Do. I have not played Sunshine, but I'd, I'd totally buy it for Wii U. Dude, I love Sunshine so much. It is the game I've played the most while drunk. Metroid Prime HD. Oh, man. Plans no, 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 that's going to happen. No, 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 no. Plans for one of the following. DS and 64 or GameCube games on Wii U Virtual Console are revealed during the digital event. So, of course, with logic, or means one of. It does not mean and, which is a combination of the two. So, if you say yes, one of the following, DS and 64, or GameCube games planned on Wii U Virtual Console. That's just how it works. And, you know, with Wii, with already having N64... Wii U really needs to step up its virtual console. And so it does. does. Yes. Yeah. I downloaded. I, I've been meaning to lightly mention this, and I'll, I'll go over quickly. Uh, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. I did download that, and it looks awesome. Like the way they emulated it, awesome. Nice. Um, the phrase "up until now" is said during the digital event, which is another main story because of me. Uh, also, that did happen when you remember it. Oh, up until now. Mm-hmm. We all. Fl- I remember being in the chat room with the people, and they all flipped out. Like, they did it. <laughs> <laughs> they did the thing. They did it. All right, for third-party games, Square Enix gives Final Fantasy 15 a release month for the United States. Now, this one, yeah, it's okay to say November 2014 or February 2015. Month is okay, date is okay, but you can't say. Q1 or later this year, none of that. Or winter. Exactly. Or after or before Kingdom Hearts 3, because that can mean <laughs> anything. A new game is revealed in one of the following franchises. Half-Life, Portal, or Left 4 Dead. Yes, That's it's the such Valve. a stick answer. It's the Valve special. <laughs> mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five will have a new trailer shown at either the Microsoft or Sony conference. Capcom reveals a new Resident Evil game. Mega Man, just kidding. <laughs> Mega uh, Man, Mega Man. EA reveals the next brand new Mass Effect game. Now, it doesn't count if they're doing, you know, Mass Effect HD, all three on next gen. That doesn't count. This is the Mass Effect colon subtitle, or the Mass Effect 4, but it won't really be Mass Effect 4. The new Mass Effect game. Will Sony reveal it this year? Hmm. The Wii U is completely absent. During EA and Ubisoft's conferences. And is a very good word to use here. Mm-hmm. And so when we say completely to... absent, it means when they run a trailer and the Wii U logo appears on the bottom, that means it is not absent. Correct. So if, if, something Ubisoft, little, yeah. if Ubisoft shows a Just Dance game, and yeah, there, if you, like you said, there's a Wii U logo at the end of that trailer, that is not absent. And it has to be both conferences. That would be a very telltale sign if the Wii U is dead to third parties. Mm-hmm. Like the big third parties, if they just don't care at all, both EA and Ubisoft. Speaking of Ubisoft, Ubisoft ends their conference with a new game reveal again. So this would be like they did with Watch Dogs. This would be like what they did with The Division. I think if you if they end with Far Cry 4, I don't think that counts. If they end with Assassin's Creed Unity, I don't think that counts. These are games that we know about. This would be a game that would be a surprise, even if it's a rumored one, like... A Prince of Persia, you know, UB Art reboot, or like a Beyond Good and Evil two. That if it is a game right that is, in. if it is a game that is leaked within forty eight hours before the <laughs> conference, I think we can still count it. 
Yeah, oh, I, I think so too. But yeah, if it's like after the questions are final, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's like yeah, like it's, it's a game we've known about coming for a long time now because they've kind of officially said like, oh yeah, this game exists. That's not a, a new game reveal. So you got to think like Rayman Four. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto makes the jump to Xbox One and PlayStation Four. That'll be interesting. Grand Theft Auto Five, that is Grand Theft Auto mm. Five, making the the remastered jump, as it were. Destiny, from Activision, has a stage demo during either the Microsoft or Sony conference. And our third-party special question. A game is revealed in a series in which its last title installment was released at least 10 years ago. Now, this worked uh, last year with Killer Instinct because Mm -hmm. it was part of that series, and the last Killer Instinct game was on N64, and that was more than 10 years ago. So this is the idea... Sorry? So one of those years, uh, it wasn't Punch Out one of them, or no, it was a uh, Zombie U. It was Zombie the year before. There was a zombie game from Ubisoft. So this is the idea of bringing the very old game back for a new reboot, a new take, as it were. And then finally, our last ten questions: Is this the year for a reveal of? So is this is teaser trailer? This is them admitting that this game exists. We see visual evidence of this game. Doesn't have to be a full trailer. Doesn't have to be a demo. This is, you know, visual confirmation of this game's existence. Or at least them saying at the conference. I think it's, it's you know, more conference-driven. So, yeah. uh, so like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 was last year. Like, we saw it, like, that That happened. Uh, yep. And Battlefield 3. And Star... Oh, yeah, Battlefront 3. Yeah, absolutely. Star Wars. So is this the year for The Last Guardian, Banjo 3E, Star Fox on Wii U, Metroid... On 3DS, Fallout 4, The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask on 3DS, Crash Bandicoot on any platform, po- Pokémon Fighters, which is the uh, is the shot that we had seen with a Mega Blaziken and Lucario about to fight on Wii U. It was and then they've actually had some trademarks uh, done. It's it's a Wii U Pokémon fighting game, Pokémon Fighters. Beyond Good and Evil 2, and Agent. What, no Duke Nukem something? No Duke Nukem something in that list. But I think we may be a little flexible for like the Star Fox and the Metroid Majora's Mask if it were on a different Nintendo platform, but these are the predominant three ones. Right. Um, so like if they show a Metroid on Wii U, we could even include like on 3DS or Wii U, but most people are looking for and or expecting a 3DS size yep. like Metroid. Uh, to go along with that, there are two developer roundtables just to kind of stoke the E3 rumor fire uh, that have been announced. One is for Smash Brothers, a developer roundtable with press. Mm-hmm. And the other is for an unannounced 3DS game. Mm. So we'll see what happens with Nintendo. Uh, the tiebreaker, the number of Xbox verbal name drops during the Microsoft conference. Now, this is, if it says Xbox on the screen of a trailer, that doesn't count. But if, if the background area is, if we're coming for Xbox One, like that, that counts. How many times Xbox is said? This is the tiebreaker in case, you know, it people get crazy up. if they're showing off Connect. <laughs> Xbox off, and then everybody loses connection to the conference. Exactly. Well, that was awesome last year. <laughs> uh, so those are our questions. Uh, you'll be able to find a thread in the Show Me Your News forums very soon in which you can contribute. You'll have... Up until we have our call-in show, which is going to be next weekend, so around the 7th or 8th. So you do have some time to put in your guesses and hopefully 
be a guest on our post E3 show. See you there. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, what do you guys think the, the questions are, are interesting this year? I think we have a lot of solid questions. Some better questions from years before. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Especially since, you know, this, this year four, we've got some new new things in there because we did see the year four a couple like last year. Yeah, it did clear some of them out for sure. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting. I think it always just adds an extra layer of intrigue to watching the E3 conferences. Like, it you know, are, are your guesses correct? Uh, does this happen? You know, kind of going from what we... It's always interesting with E3, going from what we know before to what we know after. Like, Super Mario 3D World, if you think about it. Yeah. We did not know that game existed before last year's E3. We knew there was going to be a Mario E3 game, or a Mario Wii U game. Hmm. We were hoping it was going to be like Galaxy 3 or Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy Universe. That would have been a clever name. Why did you not do that, Nintendo? But then Super Mario 3D World came out. We were like, oh, okay, this game exists. And then it's one of the best Wii U games of the year. Mm-hmm. You can never tell. So it's, it's, it's crazy. Packs. Anything can happen. And it's exciting we, with yes or no questions. We got Kirby last year, and I played that finally. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny to think about. Crabby. Almost Luke Rail. Krabby. Anyway, let's do YouTube recommendations. Let's. Um, super. All right. So at this tournament that I went to recently, I happened to go with two of my friends. One was Rob Joe, who was on the podcast a few couple weeks ago, and another one was a friend named Meikle. But Rob Joe is the important character this time around. You see, when we got there, we got there kind of earlier, about 8 p.m. on Friday. We wanted to figure out what this auction event for Project M was. Turns out, a auction event was they draw 16 names out of a hat. And they had each correspond to a character in the game. And then you would auction for to be able to play that character on stream for a small tournament. Mm-hmm. And the winner gets 70% of the pot, and the loser runner-up gets 30% of the pot. Rob Joe, just he doesn't feel like he's going to go into it. You know, there's a lot of characters in PM. Anyway, we're going through it. Sonic gets called. I, wa- I raise my hand. But then there's just this Sonic guy who I had played previous to this point. He's not good. <laughs> But he just keeps his hand raised. It gets to $30, and I'm like, nah, too rich for my taste. I've already seen someone who has a huge amount of Sonic experience. You're like, and he's Mennonite, which is a terrible matchup for Sonic. So I'm like, you know, this guy just this just took my character away from me. I'm going to make him suffer a little longer. So I raise my hand, because he's go. not, he's not going to let, he's not gonna let go. Sonic go. He's not going to let Sonic go. So I'm like, nah, keep going, keep going. Keep Ride going. that line of like, budget. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, I, I'll, I'll keep going, I'll keep going. Keep my hand raised. $39 happens, and he's got his hand on. I'm like, if I go with 40 he might drop. And I just drop my hand, and, and I just give him the biggest smile. <laughs> I had no intention. Uh, but, like, he gets in the... Like, that guy gets in the event, he loses round one. This is a best-of-one set tournament. And the rules are, it's best-of-one, all stages on random. Mm. So we saw a big blue appear, and we saw other things like that. And... In the end, Rob gets paired against this really bad guy, this really bad pit, and then he gets paired against this really awful Jigglypuff. But in round three, he goes up against K9. K9 is one of the best, if not the best, Meta Knight player in in the scene right now. And he's got Meta Knight. He paid $39 for Meta Knight. Rob paid $37 for Charizard, but he figured he had enough money and he'd just have too much fun to not be. And you need to watch Rob Joe versus K9 auction tournament. 
at U- Ultimate Fighting Game Tournament 10. It is on VG Bootcamp's channel. You need to watch this. It is hype. Okay. It's got it's got more views than the grand finals. Wow, oh, that's funny. That that's impressive. You you just have to watch it because it is insane. Gotcha. I'm sorry. I, I just realized I messed up on the Twitch chat I, when this flash player crashed. I'm like, the chat's dead. And that's because I didn't refresh the chat when the flash player crashed. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just we're just messing everything up today. Technical uh, difficulties, too. everything. It's blah. My YouTube video I showed Yoko this morning. It's this fan-made Mega Man oh, Legends yeah. 3 trailer. Uh, Go yeah. check that out. And Capcom, you're still stupid. The end. That was That's pretty great. Man. Do check that out. Uh, really amazing what they did. My YouTube video, uh, I have been checking out the Mega64 podcast more because they are great. I love watching their videos. Like, older stuff included. I, think I still have to get to that Blu-ray, though, that they gave out on Black Friday that has... Pretty much all of their stuff. Anyway, their podcast is awesome. I really do recommend it. And their Mega64 podcast YouTube channel has a bunch of highlights from all the different shows. Uh, whereas the main Mega64 channel has the full podcast. And they do a good job you know, keeping it just over an hour. But they, they don't have a you know, set outline. It's just a lot of great banter and discussion. Uh, one of the uh, highlights from an older podcast that I do enjoy is one called Google Search. And they play an interesting game where they come up with a starting phrase. Like, for example, why are men? They come up with the phrase, you know, why are men? And then each of them guess, if this Mm -hmm. were in a Google search, what is the most likely Google search that completes the phrase, why are men? And uh, they have someone, one of their producers, you know, switchers for their different cameras who's looking up this phrase and they eventually give them the top four answers or I think it was, it was why do men I think it was why do men so and then they have you know, other rounds that they that they play so I do recommend checking that it's a longer video like almost 30 minutes but it does give some hilarious results as to yeah you've seen you know google searches be completed they can be pretty lousy so <clears throat> They basically turn that into a game, which is a lot of fun. So, among all the different highlights that they have of the Mega64 podcast, I recommend Google Search, which we'll have all these in our show notes. I think that's about all we have to cover today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. We will be back next weekend. Not this weekend, but the weekend after that. Right before the E3 festivity hype. And this is going to be our big Skype call-in show. Yeah, uh, It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get Sword Hunter involved to moderate the chat, and we're going to have as many of you call in who would like to, and we're going to discuss each of these yes or no questions that we just revealed with you. It's usually a lot of fun, and you're going to have to have your big boss and your Kiefer predictions ready. Oh, God. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. So we're going to make sure to read the thread on our, our website, on Show Me News Forums. We'll have it on our front page news section. We'll even probably have a, a shortcut link. I'll be plugging it on Twitter and Facebook and all sorts. So please do join us this year in participating in our Yes or No contest and join us for our call-in show. Anything else that you think we need to touch on quickly? Nope. Sounds about, sounds about it. Well, with that, I am Yoko. 
I am Supa. I'm Tony. And we'll see you in a week for E3. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forum. Show me your news! Did any of you guys see Godzilla yet? No. Not. I didn't think it was that good. Uh, really? I've had a lot of people different. say otherwise. That last 20, 25 minutes is pure ecstasy, but the rest of the movie's not that good, I think. Okay. Well, you're just, you're just coming in there expecting just a lot of kaiju fighting? No. Like, I heard good movie, and I'm like, okay. And then I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> That's not good. I've heard X-Men, Days of Future Past, good movie. But I haven't yeah, seen any of the X Men awesome. movies, so that's my problem. I haven't seen yeah. any of them. I I only need to see uh, Wolverine, the Wolverine. That's the last one I need to catch up on. Probably the the big one that you need to see is First Class. I think uh, I heard the Wolverine leads straight into Days of Future Past, though. Mm, interesting. Like it sets it up. Hmm. Okay, I, I'm really sorry, uh, all the people on Twitch tuning in who tried to put up with the the different. Static, whatever this was. Uh, but the MP3 download will be clean. So yep. that should be good. Or damn well, better be clean. Shit. I might as well check that eventually. Um, and I got I to look into that, what's causing that, and solve it. More demonic. It, it wasn't demonic. It wasn't. It's not as bad as Zubat. Oof. That is for sure. Zubat was fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the bad. Yeah. And yeah, the weirdest I, thing is that, like, if we just had a Skype call between us and it's not live, like, it'd be fine. It may be that it's, it's two programs trying to access the same speaker, but then I don't know, like, a way around. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. Why would it work before, but not now? I, I don't know. Uh, scared. Uh, but yeah, I, I would definitely say you guys need to watch that Rob Joe versus K9. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We'll do.